0: Hello. Stay on. Who is this?
1: Hello and welcome to Stay on the Line, a horror genre podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Carden. Every week we talk about something horror genre related, and this week we're what we're talking about a book called Annihilation by Jeff VanderMeer. Annihilation Show. this came out i think in 2015 i don't have that information on me right now and it's part of a trilogy called the southern reach trilogy so there's actually two other books of this that i have not fully read i read a little bit of the second one and then i just got out of my reading phase so in 2014 2014 i was gonna say 2014 but i didn't want to and a movie of this came out in 2017 i believe so
0: was it real received or- oh my god who's that talking <gasps> I'm Kelly Green Ivy. Your camera's
1: here. You keep looking at the screen.
0: Yep. I'm Kelly Green Ivy. Mm Mm-hmm. Hi. Who are you? I'm I'm Kelly Green Ivy.
1: And who are you?
0: Oh, I am a what? I'm a writer and a podcaster. An author. An author.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Author. Remember, no whispering, Kelly. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Uh, A writer, author, podcaster.
1: Avid 69er. Okay. Fan. No, no, that's the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's kind of, the light is kind of getting to us. But yeah, we're talking about Annihilation, which the back of the book, if you don't know what it's about, I'm going to read the back of the book. Okay. Area X has been cut off from the rest of the world for decades. Nature has reclaimed the last vestiges mm-hmm. of human civilization. The first expedition returned with reports of a pristine...
0: Edenic? Edenic
1: landscape? Don't know that word. The second expedition ended in mass suicide. The third in a hail of gunfire as its members turned on one another. The members of the 11th expedition returned as shadows of their former selves and within weeks all had died from cancer. Mm-hmm. In Annihilation, the first volume of Jeff Vandermeer's Southern Reach trilogy, we joined the 12th expedition. This group is made up of four women an anthropologist, a surveyor, a psychologist, the de facto leader and our narrator, a biologist. Their mission is to map the terrain, record all observations of their surroundings and of one another, and above all, avoid being contaminated by Area X itself. They arrive expecting the unexpected and Area X delivers, but it's the surprises that came across the border with them and the secrets. The expedition members are keeping from one another that change
0: everything. So I think Edenic probably is an allusion to the Garden of Eden. Um, I'm just
1: going to look up what that means. Okay. Relating to or characteristic of the Garden of Eden. Oh my I'm god, smart. Kelly, You're
0: smart! Oh
1: you are gosh. like deadass. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we are. That was kind of like, okay, so what we'll do in the beginning, we'll do a non-spoiler, also, hi, I'm we're going to do a non-spoiler, thoughts on the book, Should, would we recommend it, that, and then we will go into our in-depth questions, questions. about the book. Okay. Also, this is our third book review. <gasps> our third book review! Hit the wow. slow button!
0: I We're love really it. smart. We are. We be reading. Yeah.
1: Some of us listen. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You know, if Audible wants to give us a... You know what? Audible be giving everybody discount codes. That's true. Give us a discount Discount code.
0: code. Because, We're reviewing
1: books. Hello. I could give them the free link, Audible, if you want. Or I could have them go to you. Our non-spoiler... Do we like this book? Yes. Yes, and why?
0: I like this book because... Remember,
1: this is the non-spoiler section.
0: Right. I like this book because you do uncover little secrets along the way, which kind of just, mm, it's like a little taste uh, of information. And I like this book because Girl Power, it's a female-led expedition and um, that's pretty cool. Uh, and it is, read, and it's it's written, it, I like that it is written by what I assume is a male. It says he grew up in, town. Ta- okay, so what is a man? But it does not, it doesn't fall into any of those she-ran-boobly <laughs> She went
1: boobly-brextly over. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't giving Riley Sager.
0: Ooh. Yeah. I will
1: say that. I will say the the writing was very, I feel appropriate. It didn't mm-hmm. feel, at one point, it didn't feel like we were describing, you know, because I love descriptive re- mm-hmm. descriptive writing. Mm-hmm. I feel like this gave us descriptive oh, yeah. writing without being like, the surveyor's breasts milkly (laughs) juggled while she stepped down inside of the tunnel. You know, I wasn't giving anything like that. Yeah, it was Um, very,
0: like...
1: I like this book. I have literally purchased... Did I
0: buy you this book? No, you bought your friend this book. You made me buy it.
1: Oh, (laughs) okay. I feel like I bought you a book. I don't know. I remember... I feel like I bought you... I feel like I bought you a book. Anyways, I have gift... I have bought... I have not taken my book and gifted it. I have purchased this book for multiple different people and gave it to them my mother my friends my friend maggie's brother mm-hmm. um minnie i gave a book to my friend uh, Amira. i gave this book to i really like this book this was my second time reading the book and some things that actually don't i did not remember so i was like oh okay i didn't i don't remember that happening so i was very intrigued the thing that i liked about this book was i saw a trailer for the movie and i was like oh but there's a book first let me read the book and it's nothing like the movie which mm-hmm. is good and in, in in sorts of ways i think that it's scary i think there's yeah. moments in this that are very tense and very suspenseful i feel like there's one that sticks out to me you mentioned a different one that you liked um and it, it's very, it's like a sci-fi meets horror
0: yes, aspect very to it. Yes, sci-fi.
1: You, you said you like this book. Would you recommend this book and who would you recommend it to?
0: I would recommend this book and I would recommend this book. I, yes, I like this book. And I would recommend it to... Yeah, I think you already said that. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> that was the first question I gave you. I would recommend it to people who um, are kind of into science uh, because I'm not. However, while reading this, I felt like, ooh, she's reading science stuff. And while it's fiction, I will say that, I feel like people who already are in that realm will be like, ooh. But me, I was like, I felt smart. But I would also recommend this book to people who just like a good a story about a journey. Because I will say this one is quite <laughs> they purposefully. In the <laughs> it's, it's, it's a story about a journey. journey. Well, it's quite purposefully not super character driven because it's kind of a part of the point without Mm -hmm. being a spoiler they're like i don't know her because we're not supposed to know each other Mm -hmm. because that's not the point anyway so um if you're interested in more like plot driven versus character driven books then i would definitely recommend it to you Mm
1: -hmm. i would say i would recommend this to anyone who likes sci-fi anyone who likes horror they might feel like this isn't horror enough i think it has a good Counterbalance, I mean, balance. it starts off by saying one of the um, one of the characters won't be there for long. That's like in mm-hmm. the first kind of few pages, which is kind of gets you intrigued. Like, wait, what happens to mm-hmm. that character? We don't know. Also, I'm very bright right now. If you're looking, um, I just, I don't know why. I'm just white. I'm extra white today. But we're going to get into the book. So, the book features, actually, supposed to feature five women. A linguist, the biologist, the surveyor, the... Psychologists. Psychologists and anthropologists. And the whole point of Area X, as we kind of described a little bit earlier, is that it's kind of like a natural disaster, maybe out of this world kind of disaster that's going on, where in this located area that is that we find out later on is expanding. Yes. It's biologically maneuvering everything in the environment in a very peculiar way. Yes. So they, they're the 12th expedition there has been, to our knowledge, when we start 11 other expeditions of people going in there and shit kind of getting crazy and they're trying to figure out what is going on in this area. Mm -hmm. So they all have these different characteristics of people to kind of get the job done because they just need those levels of expertise. And one of the people who doesn't actually go far is the linguist the linguine the, the linguini? The the so i wanted to ask you first of all the psychologist is kind of like their leader she uses hypnosis on everybody it's kind of clear from the start that she does it when they're crossing over yeah. from the the entrance point so that they're calm uh, mm-hmm. they're in a clear state cause it's like which it. i'm like how does she get through um the, basically the the program kid. they work for is a little shady the southern reach
0: yes i guess i assumed she was just like trained to be calm and keep herself collected so she's just like i assume when they said that i assumed her to be the strongest out of all of them like mentally mm-hmm. so that's why i figured she didn't need to be
1: well spoiler alert for the next book she's actually the the director of the southern reach so it's very interesting
0: she was my favorite character really
1: Mm, shady boots so like we were saying she uses hypnosis and we're following the biologist as a character and, and you know they all kind of like you know kind of come to their senses and they're like hey where's the linguist the psychologist said oh she had second thoughts she ended up backing out now, what really happened to the linguist is the psychologist lying. Do you have any reason to believe that the, like, lyco- the psychologist, the well, psychologist I have every
0: reason to believe the psychologist was always lying. Um, you're just a liar. Anyway, but You're I, a fucking liar. liar. All, all you, you do, do is, is fucking lie. lie. So, quote, anyway. Yourself. Hey, yeah, so I'm in between because I'd have freaked out. But she got this far. I feel like it's weird to freak out now. Because so, they have months
1: of training. Yeah. And I think it's volunteers. Yeah,
0: like she didn't have to do this. So mm-hmm. I just don't understand why you would freak out last minute like that and not a long time ago. But if she's lying, the only reason I don't know that she's lying is because what could she have done that would have helped the psychologist in that short amount of time?
1: I think she killed her.
0: But for why, though?
1: So... They're running kind of, like, background kind of procedures as they're going through, right, to make sure everything's okay. Mm -hmm. I think that if the linguist actually was like, I don't want to do this anymore, it is very specific who works for that foundation. And they're very shady at the Southern Reach. So Mm -hmm. I believe she used the code word annihilation on her. And she... And she killed herself.
0: Okay. Because, like, if she... Also,
1: trigger warning, suicide. Suicide. um, Harm. Murder? Murder. It's a book. All of it. Um, Mm -hmm. I personally think my first thing when I was reading this was we find out that she tends to, when the um, psychologist wants to get what she wants, she will tend to use hypnosis phrases Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. specific people to kind of get what she wants. And I think through something shady that happens later, I believe that she used hypnosis on the the linguist. Mm -hmm. I think she used hypnosis on her... Because she was having second thoughts and had her killed. Because why would they just let her... Someone who's like, oh, I'm going to back out now. You have all this information now.
0: Because you've gotten this far. Okay. You've gotten this
1: far and you have all this information now. We can't let you leave.
0: Okay. So it was kind of like a... Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, at first I thought she said, I don't want to do this no more. But it did make me think, gee, I wonder um, what happens next. But okay... That brings me, so I kind of had a question. So we know that a lot of them either kill each other or got cancer and died, and they didn't know where they were. People but, previous
1: to this to expedition. the expeditions,
0: but there's eleven. Is there anybody from a former expedition that was just came back as a normal person? They didn't. No,
1: I don't think they ever did. I think they oh. either died, or
0: okay.
1: I think they either died or they just kind of
0: came back sick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then yeah, she probably died. I mean, I know she yeah probably. well
1: one of the main reasons so we don't know any other names they're just referred to as their professional kind of names mm-hmm. and that's because they know what's gonna happen they know that shit always goes down in here and this is kind of like a mm-hmm. winner takes all kind of situation right. if you can get yourself out of the situation you absolutely can try
0: so we can't be best buddies mm-hmm. i think 'cause gonna make friends
1: Yeah, so, but our biologist, she is in here because her husband was on the 11th expedition, and everyone from that expedition, well, seven out of the eight people from that expedition came home as kind of just, like, empty shells of themselves, and then later died of cancer. Cancer. Which is a very important plot point. Pin that in later for the discussion. But we're all in there, and they eventually get to their destination which they have some kind of run-ins with, you know, a mutated boar. boar with a human's a human-like weird face. It doesn't attack them but, you know, it definitely scares them. Oh, is that what it looks like? I feel like that's in this my mind it looks too much like a boar. Yeah, in my mind it looks more human human-like. Yeah. They reach their campground or their their base, their camp base, and they find this kind of little thing in the ground, they're like, "Well, what's that?" And it's like a tunnel, a spiral tunnel in the ground with like steps. But the biologist insists on calling it a tower. I wanted to ask you, why do you think she keeps insisting on calling it a tower? Everyone else is like, "Bitch, this is a tunnel. You're stupid."
0: So I was trying really hard to see it her way, like from the descriptions, and I honestly can't tell you because towers go up not down Mm -hmm. um and i was about to say well maybe tunnels don't have rooms but that's not true so i don't know like do you think do you think so the perception plays a big part in a lot of these a lot of the story do you think it's possible that somehow her brain is making it less in the ground even though she knows she's going down but do you think maybe her brain sees it as not that
1: I would say, I understand her sp- her perspective, and I kind of just got it right now, it was like, usually when you go to a tower, you go to the top to see something marvelous. You're, you, you, the the biggest thing is when you get to that top point oh, where it's like, oh my God, this is what we have, versus a tunnel, where it's which just, is just kind of like shit in the ground, you know what I mean? So I so kind of get her perspective where tower. it's like the grand the, the the spectacle is going to be when we get to the top of this tower.
0: Oh, I thought you were insinuating that they are at the top of the tower. No.
1: They're going down.
0: Right, but still, so the way you were saying it was like, you got to get up to the top to see. And we, as we said, this whole area is so, like, beautiful that I thought you were saying that whatever is in there... No. Needed... Okay. That's not what I meant. Because right. clearly, like, then they're going down there to investigate
1: something that's of an anomaly. Oh, that that's something that's weird that is down there okay so like the thing that you're going to see usually at the high point of a tower is something to be like oh my god look at this if you
0: look at it from the crawler's
1: point of view they're going down which is
0: oh the crawler is going down never mind
1: yeah i think that's that's possibly why and also if you kind of look at the difference between the tower and the lighthouse the life a lighthouse is more of like a symbol of hope of a symbol of safety However, the lighthouse in the story is the opposite of that. And then yeah. the tower, to her, she feels more comfortable going into the tower, which is kind of like what you would think the opposite. You wouldn't really go to a tunnel-like tunnel. system yeah. for safety. You would go to... A
0: tower.
1: You, you would go a to a lighthouse. lighthouse, yeah. One thing that we do notice, what, what is the main thing that they notice about this tunnel slash tower?
0: So on the side, of the tunnel the tower. On
1: in the inside of it, there's steps going down, and right. on the left side. On the
0: left side, so the walls are like f- fleshy, um, instead of like stone, like. To her. To her. Oh right, perception. To her, they breathe and they're fleshy and they don't feel like stone. No one else is. but, really but that's before she.
1: That's after she breathes in a spore
0: oh okay okay well so the other bigger point is that they're leave i mean uh vines of writing kind of like fungi fungi the fungi of writing um and it's in a different language which is why they're like dang i wish we had brought that language i think it's in like most but
1: of it is in english it's saying like biblical the
0: biblical things but i thought maybe it was in like latin or something.
1: there's some stuff that is like what they were like we wish they had the language, but like a majority of it is like
0: biblical like biblical the, writings
1: that's like if you bear the fruit of the seeds the fire will come
0: or something yeah like it's that. very like ominous like scary bible writing like you know fire and you'll live to see the great if you would be terrified if you walked into a room and someone had written on all the walls i see god in this chilies you know what i mean but like it's scary uh because it's it's prophetic but it's rambling and also there should be nothing else in there but also
1: it's scary because it's not like they wrote words and then plants started growing there it's the plant plant is is the the words words.
0: and they can tell it's still being written Mm
1: -hmm. like as they descend later on the biologist and the surveyor the surveyor is like is it me?" or is these words getting more fresh right they're they're getting a little bit more fresh which is very scary and um At a point when the biologist goes in first, she makes the decision to touch one of the plants, which looks like this cover artwork, um, a hand-looking thing, and Mm -hmm. it shoots spores into her face, and Mm -hmm. she breathes it in, and she immediately is like, I'm a fucking idiot. And they're like, hey, we should (laughs) reevaluate and come back tomorrow.
0: That is when she noticed that the walls felt like flesh.
1: Because they they go back up. It's when they they descend again, and it's just two of them. When she has inhaled this spore, she is now immune to being hypnotized.
0: Yes. Which is really important. Mm-hmm. So, it's really cool how it happens. She's, like, chilling with the crew and then, um, the... This is, like,
1: now nighttime after their first kind of encounter.
0: Right. And at first they were just kind of talking about the tunnel versus the tower and she's like, I think it's a tower. And they're like, you're a dumb bitch. And she was like, okay. But they were kind of arguing over whether or not they should look more into it. Half and half were like, no don't care but the other half was like i think it would be a mistake because i think something we didn't mention the tower is not on their map so they got a map of what should have been there Mm -hmm. and the tunnel tower whatever is not on there so it was very intriguing um but uh especially to
1: the biologists Yes. The surveyor's like, yeah, we should probably not rule this out because there there could be a safety thing here. Yeah. The archaeologist is like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then the psychologist is like, well, we'll yeah. go down to the, to the tower. Why not?
0: Yeah. So the anthropologist, not
1: oh sorry, the yeah. the anthropologist was the same only... thing. Useless.
0: <laughs> was the only... <laughs> was the only one that wasn't feeling it as they're leaving uh, the. Therape- the psychiatrist. When um, it's when it's
1: nighttime. Yeah. When it's nighttime, you know she, was like, she go basically go. uses like a hypnotizing word, phrase and everyone is like, Okay, but then the biologist is like, Wait, what, what was what that tingling sensation it? I just felt? Yeah. And then the biologist realizes, Oh, she just hypnotized us to kinda calm us okay. to go into this tower tunnel tomorrow. Yeah. Like, oh, everything will be okay. Have insert good dreams. Insert hypnotizing thing. You all had a good time today. Mm-hmm. um, And you all trust each other. Right.
0: Yeah. You all trust each other. You all want to see the tower. Have good dreams. Bye. And, so
1: I wanted to ask you. Yes. You know, because the biologist finds this out and she's like, okay, that's kind of weird. Why do we feel like there is an unease now that now that the biologist knows they are being hypnotized? At this point, is there any reason to believe something bad can happen?
0: I feel like the this is dis-ease. Disease? Is that not a word? This, pro- yep. Okay, the lack of ease. This dis- ease.
1: <laughs> okay, the lack of
0: ease. Is because I feel like it's because the um, it's not so much that she didn't trust the uneasiness. <laughs> the uneasiness. <laughs> dis <laughs> 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 I. Uh, I feel Work like. <laughs> I feel like it's not because she didn't trust the psychologist so much at first, but it's more, how would you feel, like, yes, you know in theory you're being... Hypnotized. Hypnotized, thank you. I was going to say psychologized.
1: Psychologized work. (laughs)
0: work. <laughs> you know you're being hypnotized. It was a part of the deal. But to actually see it happening, it makes you feel deep <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> ease, re ease re ease because now you realize you have to really un- you have to really consider that someone is in control of you. And mm-hmm. to see the other two people go, "Okay, I'm going to have happy dreams now." And you're just like, "I'm just here." Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that just breeds um uh an issue, Like, even though you said you were cool with it, seeing it happen, well, don't you think it would make you feel, like, less cool with it?
1: Yeah. But it also... They... The next day, the surveyor and the anthropologist, Nope. The mm-hmm. surveyor and the biologist wake up, mm-hmm. and they see the psychologist is oh. like, hey, y'all, by the way, the anthropologist went back to the border.
0: Which is another reason that I do think you're right about the linguist, because... It happens
1: again Yeah They were like Oh she She wasn't Feeling the best About this So Um We're gonna go Into the She says Tower this time mm-hmm. Because <gasps> She's trying to Give comfort To the biologist mm-hmm. She's like We're gonna go Into the tower This time Which the biologist Even says like Okay bitch Don't be acting slick Yeah She knows something's Kind of weird yeah. Because she's kind of Like shaken the, the psychologist Is a little shaken And then she was like, hey, we should probably arm up. Um, and they're like, beg pardon? Because even the biologist says before, like, you know, when she breathes in the spores, she's like, hey, let's come back tomorrow, but let's wear a mask and mm-hmm. just in case. Should have thought that through. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I was thinking, I was like, because what the psychologist does, she's like, I'm going to stay up here and be guard while y'all go down there, which I thought was very weird. I was thinking if, because what she does is the surveyor is uneasy and she uses hypnosis on the surveyor to basically be like you're going to be fine go down into this tower and the biologist plays along mm-hmm. we find out later that the um, at, that the psychologist was injured and right. she was injured by something in the tower right. that caused her to see other things and she could see that the biologist was not going to be affected by the hypnosis at that time. Because I was thinking, why would you use the hypnosis and tell them to go down there when you know there's going to be a dead anthropologist down there? Why would you do that? because I was like they're gonna find it anyways and I was like well she knows she already she knows when she's up there that the mission is over it is compromised because I can see that she is also infected and that they're going to find this dead body
0: bro oh my gosh I did not think about that I just part. thought
1: about it now because I wrote I was gonna ask a question yeah. why did we why did we think that she was gonna send them down there they know they're gonna she knows they're gonna find a dead yeah. body
0: like well because she's supposed to be gone mm-hmm um oh my gosh Wait, so do you think that, okay, because of, so she, do you think that she just figured they die down there? I like, think
1: so. I think she was just like, let me get these fucking people out of here because she knew that the mission was over because mm-hmm. she has, um, she's infected yeah. from her shoulder, I think to her elbow or mm-hmm. her forearm. She got slashed by what we know as the crawler down there. Um, Basically, what happened in the night?
0: In the night, what we realize, what the biologist realizes, when like as we said, they found a dead body, boom, 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 inside it's the of the tunnel. Tower. Inside of the, it's very this.
1: scary because they're yeah. like, there's something up ahead.
0: Yeah, they can- as
1: they're like, the words are getting fresher.
0: Yeah, it's that that was a creepy scene. The words are getting new there's something ahead, um, they...
1: I see a, a, boot, a boot, like a leg, yeah. and something slammed up against the
0: wall. Mm-hmm. And so she tells the surveyor to stay back behind, and she goes, and she's like, "Oh, it's the anthropologist, bitch. Bitch, her,
1: like, face has, like, green shit coming, coming at out of her. I think it, her jaw is her broken, th- yeah. her head is, like, busted open. She has burns on her. Mm-hmm. Her body is really fucked it's up. It's bad. And she has sample jars on her.
0: Oh, yeah. And so it's, like, super weird, and she's like, clearly something crazy happened down here, and she she goes back up she's like yo the anthropologist she's dead and she's like so oh, that means the psychologist, psychologist just fucking just lied to us. us right like she never left she confessed too.
1: she was like we're being hypnotized
0: right yeah she said we're being hypnotized and Samaya was like wait bitch what do you mean how do you know how do you know and she basically you she's know? like I know she bitch. was like um of course we're being hypnotized so what and she was like no but I'm not being hypnotized anymore you and the are. surveyor was like bitch what does that even mean she doesn't trust her obviously um but she's like well if why would you let me just sit here and get hypnotized if you're not getting hypnotized and she was like because i know what to do yeah um which i mean i would
1: have played along too yeah. I'd be like, i don't know what to
0: do right so i get it so anyway so she collects some sam no she doesn't do that right then. no she um, takes the samples that the anthropologist that has. So we're already there
1: she gathers that the that the anthropologist was hypnotized the no, an- no the psychologist hypnotized the anthropologist to go into the tunnel with her, mm-hmm. hypnotized her to get the samples off of it. The psychologist says later she got too close uh-huh. to the thing, and it killed her it and was... also harmed the psychologist in the the making. So that's why she's, like, in a France. But I think the psychologist...
0: <laughs> She's in France, she writes, girl! Wee wee baguette!
1: <laughs> She's in a, a, a shaking a, a trance. shaken
0: trance, yeah. I think what really happened. Shaking the face! Oh, I think what really happened is a psychologist um, flew too close to the sun by forcing the anthropologist under hypnosis to get that close. And the thing was like, oh, y'all want to fight? And beat the shit out of the I anthropologist. I mean, because the sample and-
1: we get is a brain.
0: A human yeah. brain sample. Yeah, so which I feel like would not be comfortable. Nope. And she snatched up. Obviously, she she called on to that psychologist a little bit too. Psychologist dipped. Anthropologist not so lucky. Um, but, but you think
1: because when the psychologist says that she blames it on the anthropologist, but, close, but really it's, it's so. the psychologist yeah. that put her in I that think situation. She said- being shady as fuck doing that in the middle of the night
0: and i think right and i think she pushed she probably egged her on she was like get closer get closer you know well she had Um, that bitch under hypnosis exactly that's what i'm saying and i think what what i mean when i say she flew too close to the sun is i don't think she thought she would get hurt too and it just got real crazy real quick things just got crazy um but i was gonna say so the other book is that a prequel because you said that's after
1: it was just stating that she was the director
0: Oh, it stated she was a director. Okay, so not, she's not in it because she's dead,
1: she's the director. She right. was the director.
0: So my thing is that means she's probably done this before. So do I think... don't think
1: she's been in there before. Mm,
0: okay, that, that cancels out think my that, new thought
1: because so this far. is the only expedition that's had women on it,
0: oh, or at least yeah, all women. unless unless they're lying.
1: I think that was her first time in there.
0: Yeah. Okay. I feel like
1: that was her first time in there. But
0: yeah, so that's what happened to the anthropologist. That's how she got got. That's why the psychologist is like, going down there. Because she's hurt and is over it, I guess. I don't know. i got another question, but I'll ask that later. <sighs>
1: You're not boring me. I'm sorry. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Let me get my questions. I want to ask you personally, would you go down there after the psychologist is clearly being suspicious? Weird. So, like, right when she's, like, you know, she looks, like, very tired, she hasn't gotten any sleep, and she's like, yeah, I'll stand guard up here.
0: Yeah, no, she, first of all, no, no, just no.
1: You wouldn't go down there? No. What would you do?
0: I'd be like, you can come with us, and then if she's not coming, then I'm gonna have more questions, and she can't hypnotize me, bitch, so... I guess now we're scrapping. We was just two bitches fighting outside.
1: Work. So... In between the story, we're kind of getting the biologist when she's, like, talking about being a loner kid. About, like, just going to the pool at her house that has, like, a whole ecosystem of creatures that she Mm -hmm. just observes. And I was... I said to myself... um, Because she loves to just, like... She's an observer. She loves to observe life and see what happens. And I was thinking, um, is this a metaphor for playing God? Playing... Or playing, Hmm. like, Mother Nature. She does not want to know what humans would do when she moved out of that rented house you know when she when she left that rented house she was like i don't want to i don't want to go back to that pool because i don't want to know what humans have done to it mm-hmm. so i'm wondering if this whole book is kind of like a metaphor on um humans kind of destroying the world
0: oh yeah definitely i think it is a metaphor on humans destroying the like natural resources because i mean everything you said she like it the pond created its own I mean, pool created its own its own life like Mm -hmm. it started as just a dirty pool and and then it was yeah a jumping with frogs and flies and and algae and all that stuff and she knows you have to know that yeah i feel like her parents just weren't paying attention and they didn't give a crap and they were drunk and sorry so they never cared what was going on back there plus it kept her busy she liked it but you have to know that the next people i mean reasonably so are gonna clean that pool out and Mm -hmm put some chlorine in, have a good, have a fun little pool party. And I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things, yes, that would be a normal thing to do with a pool in your backyard that was overgrown. But it's what we do in general. It's not just mm-hmm. pools, it's ponds, it's forests, it's all that stuff. So yeah, I think that was definitely what they were trying to
1: convey. Okay.
0: We're going to an ad break and we're going to be talking more about what? Annihilation! Ah! <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's like a video of this girl, she's like pretend you got it shot and she's like She like flings so far back so fast Have you ever wanted to support the continuation of Stay On The Line but you don't know how? Well here's how. On Patreon.com, you can support the Stay on the Line podcast for just $1. Each tier has their separate benefits. Some include early access to episodes, video additions to the podcast, commentary tracks, and much more. Not convinced yet? I'll show you how to even sew a little on the Patreon. Yeah, you too could be a fashion girl up in this bitch. So, if you would like to support, head over to Patreon.com forward slash Stay on the Line, and you can start supporting the podcast and its continuation
0: I'm Kelly Green Ivy. Welcome back to Stay on the Line. We're reading, well, we just read with Tara Card. with Terra Card and we read Annihilation by Jeff Vandermeer, baby. Yeah.
1: My next question was just, shh, it was answered at the end of the book. It says, what caused all the people from the previous expedition to die? Why did they not know how to respond to their loved ones? Was it really them? Um, and we kind of get the fact that it it wasn't, it really, wasn't them. really
0: them. I think I got a little confused at the end with the whole ghost. Ghost? Well, no, ghost bird is her name. But, like, seeing... At one point, they do say something like they see the people coming to them.
1: They see doppelgangers of themselves, the 11th yeah. Expedition. She's She finds her husband's journal and this... In the lighthouse, and she is reading it, and they're saying that like we split off into three groups. Four of them were at the lighthouse, me mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was the surveyor or something. They went on the coastline up north. It kind of just like followed the coastline, and then the biologists and somebody else went into the tunnel. They recorded that there was a tunnel. Mm-hmm. They said no one has ever recorded the tunnel, so they're like mm-hmm. this is shady. Well, that's what the biologist that we know mm-hmm. finds out. They. Realize when they get to the lighthouse that everyone is basically dead. They go back to base camp. The biologist is dead. I think it's the anthropo. No, the linguist. The linguist. The linguist goes into the tunnel, the tower, and says, don't come for me. Don't come for me. Uh, <laughs> don't come for me. So, and they, they decide to camp out, like, in a tree and just, you know, see what's going on. And they mm-hmm. notice that there's, like, doppelgangers of themselves. Mm-hmm. Seven out of the eight of them. Because the psychologist in that case was, like, attacked by a creature in the lighthouse. Right. And then disappeared. And then there was, like, a weird kind of copy of them, right? And then, yeah. It It was very weird. So, there's...
0: So, they send the doppelgangers home, and they... I don't
1: think they purposely were, like, we're sending the doppelgangers home. I think that the Area X itself has somehow manipulated a way to clone them from their oh. dna because they have it and they basically the clone versions of themselves are just like let me go to what i think last know yeah what or what i think of home or like something and that's why they just kind of walk off into what you think happened you thought they were just i like- thought
0: the doppelgangers were created by the government or whatever who's running the thing um and sent home in their place to die at home as a as a like a close like a why would
1: they interview them um
0: as a facade i thought
1: (laughs) but wouldn't they just keep them at home if they're like oh okay you made it home that's crazy Well, they knew
0: that they would find out eventually that there's something wrong with their loved ones because they're not like perfect
1: yeah but what would they what why would they still interview them kelly (laughs)
0: Now that you ask. Now, because they don't
1: allow technology like that right. in Area X. So where did they, they just plopped the, they just teleported them there. and
0: I figured the government pushed them through. Like, you wouldn't know. You're off doing the investigations. So, yeah, I thought the doppelgangers were, like, there. And he... No, <laughs> Kelly. And this is why I never did good in English when we had those tests after the books we read. Because they'd be like, what did this mean? And I would be on another planet. It's just
1: like Sunny. <laughs> No, they they <laughs> specifically say that they saw themselves there. Okay, and I took that as the somehow because we later things like we we see dolphins with human eyes yeah. and like creatures with human faces that the environment they're in somehow oh, works it's and
0: manipulating. M- I thought it was specifically. Was, I thought it was eating. Yeah, but I thought the truth was like I was trying to read between the lines. I thought the truth was read it was or like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Read are listening before. Oh, I, listen. I thought the truth was like it was like eating them and spitting them back out in animal form, and meanwhile they made the human doppelgangers to go home. But her husband, okay. But do you think there's something like poetic about her husband kind of being the last one to really see all this, and now she's the last one to really see all this? Like that means they were really he like probably a good just wasn't as stupid.
1: Um, I do think that thought it was love that area x does this as a way to you know how like you know how like mother nature works in mysterious ways of like Mm -hmm. yeah uh there is like the destruction of all these dinosaurs but then life is somehow reborn and recycled and i feel like these people who have died are being reborn into other things that are better for mother nature itself they cleanse all these people who don't know anything about themselves and just send them back into the wild not remembering who they are what they're supposed to do they just know remnants of what they liked previously Mm -hmm. they don't really have any emotions they're not aggressive they're not Mm -hmm. sad they're not happy they're kind of just rebuilt and just kind of thrown out into the wild Kind of like a rebirthing yeah. uh, of re- like Mother Nature resetting itself. Okay, that's kind of what I was reading I out of like that. that. You're like, I think that the government. <laughs> I mean, the government is still shady. Why well, I was like, what was the psychologist's mission? I still don't
0: know what her mission was. I don't either, and that actually that was one of my questions. So, as I said, I did enjoy the psychologist, but that's just because I enjoy the drama. Um, but so when. The biologist finds the psychologist dying, and they have that conversation, which is honestly one of my favorite scenes, that whole conversation between them. But do you think the psychologist is truly playing with her, or does she honestly not know the answer to some of these questions? Because my question is, what is the purpose of playing around? You said the
1: psychologist?
0: Yeah, like, she's, like, dying, she's asking her this, and she's like, I don't know, maybe, or maybe not. And it's like, are you... You're dying. Like, why would you die? I think die? she's just
1: being a bitch and doesn't why care. Why would you
0: be... But you're dying. Like, what's the... Why,
1: you don't owe anybody nothing, Kelly. Especially <laughs> a, if you're a mean, nasty bitch and you sent these bitches to go die. Okay. She sent them down there and hopes that they would die.
0: Die. Yeah, she did. But I just figured if we made it this far and you aren't going to live through it, why don't you at least give me some information?
1: Well, you... It might have helped to get a second kind of person there, but when they reach the surface, initially from the, the tower tunnel. Mm-hmm. They're, like, at base camp, and the biologist is like, I'm going to the lighthouse. And the surveyor's like, that's fucking stupid because they have a vantage point, point; they could shoot us, potentially. So the surveyor stays there after they argue, and the biologist goes to the lighthouse, which is through a village. Mm-hmm. And in the village, she finds a lot of interesting things. She finds like these plant things that kind of are four to five feet tall, kind yeah. of are like human... They're, like, body-shaped. Yeah. And she takes a sample from one of their foreheads. Yeah. She takes a sample from a dead rat. She Mm -hmm. takes a sample from wood. And she takes a sample from what looks like a dead fox. Yeah. And that's just... Put a pin in that. She finally works her way up to the lighthouse. Which you said the lighthouse was your favorite part of the book, Mm -hmm. right? The physical appearance of the lighthouse. When we're walking in, when she's approached, it's like... Clearly a war has gone, gone on. Oh, there's, yeah. like, glass shards around the lighthouse that, like, kind of scale up. And there's, like, a fence. There's, like, the door has been blown in. Yeah. Uh, there's, in the rooms, there's blood smeared on the wall. There's bullet holes everywhere.
0: Yeah, it's a it is a war mess. But I guess what I got...
1: What, what you are getting up to is when she gets to the top of the lighthouse, she finds a trapdoor, which mm-hmm. has... Which scares her, uh, journals of what looks like it has to be more than 11 expeditions. Right. It has to be way... It has to be 100.
0: A lot. Yeah. There's a lot of journals of these expeditions and... And the
1: psychologist was there.
0: Yes. But hold on. First she finds her... All those... And she finds her husband's journal and she's like, ew, I don't want to touch that because feelings, you know. But um, then she sees a boot and she's like, I know that boot. That's the psychologist's boot. And she goes in there and she talks to the psychologist who is, well, oh, before she goes she in there, there around the corner to the room. But before she does, the
1: psychologist is not in the lighthouse.
0: Isn't she in the lighthouse? No. Where is she?
1: On the beach. Cause she jumped from the lighthouse.
0: That's why she was all broken. Okay. I'll explain this
1: part. <laughs> there... Okay. I
0: just want to get to the So why Why part, do we think,
1: why first... do we think that the journals are so scary to her though? Oh. to me, that wasn't my scariest part.
0: I think she was afraid of all the journals because to see that there were more... To, because everything's a lie. I think her fear comes from literally not knowing what she's a part of. Because um, if there's more than what we expected from 11 Journeys, then what is it that they're not telling us? Why are we even here? Why do we have to keep surveying this place? Um, most of the journals had similar entries until... Similar? Uh, similar. Similar. Sim-
1: similar. Simular.
0: Similar. Similar. What do you say?
1: Similar? Similar. Similar. Is there a U in similar?
0: No, it's just Similar.
1: Similar. Similar. Similar.
0: Similar. Similar. I don't like.
1: Similar. Similar. There's no U in it, There's right?
0: no U, but it's just, uh, I.
1: Like when people say Charlotte Tillsbury, a company, but there's no S in there. It's just Charlotte Tilbury. Oh.
0: Yeah, similar. I'm not saying a you. Similar. Simu- Similar. You're
1: saying similar. Similar. Similar.
0: Similar. Oh no. Anyway. Okay. Similar. Simular. Similar. Similar. <laughs> similar. Okay. The so. journals. <laughs> I
1: think it, like, the only thing I can think of is, like, she probably is like, this is just how many people who are dead. Are dead.
0: Okay, that too. Well, there was the whole war, um, and then they kept retreating World further inside. <laughs> They kept retreating further inside, uh, but the things of, of the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And then... Because they
1: were insisting that something was coming from coming the ocean. Coming from the ocean.
0: Yeah. They said it was coming from the water. What do you think that... What do you think... What was that?
1: I think the epicenter of this has to be in the water. I think the epicenter is in the water. That's why when they're, like, going on this beach and they're walking the coast, that they're not reaching the the border because it's like you know if i need a circ i need a circular thing okay. let's say if the if the lighthouse is here kind of like smack back in the center mm-hmm. or not in the center but like off center and if they're like going to the coast they could just be going around oh. what's in the inside they need to go further out because yeah. so I think that's the epicenter the is of... fr- in the water. Right. I think it possibly could be in the water. Okay. With the human-eyed dolphins. Yeah. So what happens is the biologist kind of goes out onto the balcony of the lighthouse, and she's like, bitch, I need air, because it smells like piss shit come and squirt in this house, in this lighthouse. And when she's observing the beach, she notices something in the sand. She mm-hmm. takes out her binoculars, and she finds out it's the anthropologist. Nope, it's Mm-mm. the psychologist who is in the sand because she doesn't know if she purposely tried to kill herself and jumped from the lighthouse or something pushed her or something like that. We find out when she goes down there that the psychologist says she was watching the biologist from afar from the lighthouse yeah. and was and going to shoot her, her, her and then she was seeing something Something was coming At her inside of the lighthouse, which frightened her so much that she was like, I'm jumping from the lighthouse.
0: But I think I missed that, that nugget. I knew something was coming. I knew she was watching her because she saw her glow i somehow missed
1: yeah the, and she knows notices that the biologist has a glow because mm-hmm. she is infected too yeah
0: but when she, but when the biologist comes up one of my favorite things about that is she starts screaming annihilation 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 yeah
1: and the uh, the, biologist, and is the like, biologist is like it's like, just bitch, me and screaming. she's like yeah it's just you because <laughs> i was thinking You're i was like "What you...
0: herself.
1: well what if like some weird way a copy of herself because she said to the biologist, I thought I killed you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Woo, weird. Okay, she killed a doppelganger. But I wonder if there was just like some weird thing where maybe either something came at her or maybe she like called annihilation on herself because that's like a suicidal mm-hmm. term to kill yourself. And then maybe that's why she jumped from the tower. I don't know. Oh.
0: I was thinking. Yeah, she said she thought.
1: I- you were thinking.
0: I was. Yes. Oh my it's god. It's new for me. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was thinking. So when she said she thought she killed her, that a she either meant you know being in the tunnel was supposed uh, to kill yeah. you, yeah, or b because of the doppelganger thing and how I had a very different thought space going on yeah, about you these thought doppelgangers. They were just ghosting- yeah. The I... government's making copies and
1: putting <laughs> fluorine in the water and turning frogs gay. That was
0: I thought maybe she thought, maybe she did kill a version of her. Or, my third thought is she's hallucinating. She's infected now, too. Oh, yeah, she's down bad. Um, yeah, her,
1: her arm is like a grassy. What I wrote was, the biologists say she would rather observe than to interact with people what is the difference between her before entering area x
0: and now i think now she sort of misses the idea of people a little bit because she back then she didn't really understand how to interact with her husband um she was like let me look at the animals that's what i'm here to do Mm -hmm. um and now she still does love that don't take that for granted but I think the oddness of the familiarity of the animal faces amongst the coldness of the group and not knowing each other and then perhaps even a psychologist getting in her head and then finding her husband's writings, I think she, if she could change anything, she probably at least would have connected with him more. Um, I think so that, I think like, different.
1: Area X is also kind of, like, symbolic of, like, if you don't, Succumb so to change. You're just going to be the same. Mm-hmm. And I think when the psychologist says that she's like dying out, she was like, "You're changing," and she's like, "I'm, I'm, I haven't changed. I'm still the same." Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's just kind of like putting on this thing mentally to just be like, "No, I can, I can still be the same person." But I think she's afraid of change. Yeah. And truly, she has changed because she comes a little bit more compassionate of her husband mm-hmm. and how she should have loved him a little bit more and opened up a little more because she's a little closed. Very closed off. Very closed off. And he's very outgoing. Yeah. The psychologist dies and her fungal kind of scar starts to like glow and like burst out light, which is nasty. Nasty. One of my favorite parts is when she's going back to the base camp. It's now nighttime. And they progressively, and we haven't mentioned this yet (laughs) yet, have progressively been hearing a groaning moaning mm-hmm. creature at night that just groans in the in the reeds I believe. Yeah. And it, it doesn't come out so they're like okay work but she notices when she's walking back that she hears movement and she trips on a face or like she sees like uh, the psychologist from the 11th expedition mm-hmm. his face is just on the floor. Yeah. Which is yep. very creepy. And she's like, okay, that's very scary. That's very scary. And so mm-hmm. she's like trying to pick up the pace. And then she hears that creature, the closest it's ever been to her, yeah. because she's in its territory. And mm-hmm. she is just running she's just okay. running and she's like I never looked to see the creature but I could feel it breathing on yeah. me when I was running that was really yeah. scary and she makes it out of the reeds yeah. and it turns away it only stays in the reeds but that was, that was I wish we could have seen it I don't I really don't even cool. know what it could have looked like like I
0: wanna I wonder gotta get a little
1: like, taste of that in the movie
0: oh wait have you seen the movie
1: yeah I've seen the movie oh came out like six almost six years ago
0: oh my gosh okay okay so what did it look like in the movie
1: I mean you're gonna have to watch it oh
0: Okay. and then is that when she goes back to the surveyor and surveyor's like pop, oh this bitch.
1: bitch the surveyor shoots her in the shoulder and in the side got that bitch spinning yep. she and did then spin like with her brown. heightened senses the biologist shoots mm-hmm. her in the head because the biologist can like can hear her sweat beating yeah. off of her forehead yeah maybe that's the sexy talk that
0: oh that's the <laughs>
1: Riley I would have been like, her boobs sweat and dripped from her cold nipples as she was smacking her titties on the ground,
0: <laughs> crawling away. She could hear my vagina pulsing. <laughs>
1: and- <laughs> I mean, not the pussy quivering that, that caused the uh, headshot wounds. <laughs> she got shot like right in the head, right? Yeah. At least, like, through the, forehead. <laughs>
0: through
1: the forehead. yeah. Ooh. How do we I'll feel cheat. about that? Because do, um, do you think she would have, could have, in any way, reasoned with the, with the know, surveyor? the poor
0: surveyor. The poor surveyor. The per... God.
1: Just say the surveyor. I'm trying.
0: The surveyor. Uh, no, because the sur- from the surveyor's point of view, she is extremely freaked out. Everything is weird. She's been lying to her multiple times, but... Not, from the surveyor's point of view, she keeps getting lied to. Um, I know that the biologist had reasons, but like she doesn't know that anyway. And then now this heifer is glowing. The anthropologist. Oh yeah, is she's there. partially
1: glowing. Yeah. But the thing about the anthropologist is, so the biologist gets back to base camp, mm-hmm. and it's kind of fucked up from the surveyor kind of going wild. Yeah, she went and nutty. She. The biologist went to her journal and realized, this bitch hasn't been writing in here. She's just not been doing it. And she's like, I kind of like that. That's kind of smart. But she writes down, the anthropologist came up to me. I took care of her. That is like, what the uh, yeah. fuck? What does that even mean? Exactly, exactly. And if I, if I just saw that bitch walking around, I then would have been like, Well who the fuck are you? I think that's why yeah. she was like, say your name Yeah,
0: say your name. Yeah. Because those dog the doppelgangers, man, I wanna know more about them. Anyway, but uh so yeah, she was like I don't think she could reason with her because I think the surveyor was scared shitless. I think yeah she would have killed anything that approached that camp. Mm-hmm. Which also makes me think, do you think she couldn't make her way back to the border? Do you think she even tried?
1: I mean, it was like a four-day thing to get yeah, there. that's true.
0: But would you have stayed in the camp, or would you have
1: said, I'm out? I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I really don't know what I would have done. Are you going to walk four days by yourself? You don't I mean, know what could happen. That's true. You don't. You she don't technically doesn't even know... First of all, the wall, the border is invisible. Right. You don't know how you don't even, know, know, how you, you don't even know how you got in here. You just kind of woke up and you were in here. That's true. Cuz but... the psychologist put them under hypnosis.
0: So either way, I guess you
1: You're just screwed. She's screwed. But she does the biologist is like, "Well, girl, last thing I got to do is get my ass and see what that fucking creature looks like." She mm-hmm. goes into that tunnel. She sees that creature,
0: and then they was tussling.
1: Bitch threw her ass around. She like it like pressed up against her head what mm-hmm. felt like a hundred, what was it like a hundred fingers, fingers or a hundred hands?
0: Yeah, not yeah, whole hands, like mm-hmm pressing on her and then it was like waterboarding her?
1: It felt like she was being like and It just threw yeah. her ass to the side. Yeah. And she just kind of went down that tunnel until it started to go straight instead of a spiral. Uh-huh. And she sees a light but refuses to kind of go into that doorway. Which I kind of took it as like, bitch, do you want to die here or do you want to get your right. ass up? Um, get up? I thought that was like a pretty clear... Yeah. That's death. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to go to the light or do you not? <laughs> so she gets her ass up. She goes past... The crawler again, mm-hmm. which the With crawler is just like a, care it, it doesn't give a fuck. It's this glowing green, blue slug like creature. Mm-hmm. However, it is also the lighthouse keeper who was in a photo that yeah. we saw from like 30 years ago. And he looks the exact same. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if the light, cause I still honestly don't know what the, the, the biblical writing is, but I was mm-hmm. like, who would be writing that? A linguistic person. True. And you know the linguist went back into the tunnel. Oh, and yeah. I was wondering if they somehow fused, fused? with that creature. Ooh,
0: like uh what do you call it? Uh the the Nick Cage. The Nick
1: Cage movie? Yeah. The purple one?
0: Yeah.
1: I forget what it's called. <laughs> space something. Space out
0: of the mm. Out
1: of Space. Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space. Yeah. <laughs> we really nailed that down. Um I think that I think that they fused, they fused or that. something.
0: Uh, gross. Because
1: then the, cool. that would cause that would make sense as why it knows like Latin and all these other right. languages. And they're like, "Damn, I wish we had the linguist." Um, but you
0: had the linguist all along, duty
1: <laughs> I was like, "Is Area X even real?"
0: So I was like, "I wonder
1: it if it even real is real or just like a weird experiment kind of gone so wrong because like
0: they're in a simulation."
1: Because we find out that the husband built a boat and just sailed off north but i was like but we don't find him so i wonder like whatever happened to him and then the biologist is like i'm gonna she was like i'm gonna i'm gonna follow north like he did and see what he saw and if i don't find him i at least saw the last things he saw
0: yeah which is kind of sweet is it
1: it's it's the oh and she finds out that 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 plant thing that looked like a person that she took a specimen of and a dead fox Human cells, all in had it. The same and she, cells and she and yeah. she realizes that like the the creature that's been groaning at night mm-hmm. is a human. Mm-hmm. Uh, the face on the ground was the psycho the previous, the previous psychologist. psychologist. The dolphins were human. The boar they had saw was a human. Just reformulated the crawler is a human. So like, how does that make you feel? Like like knowing all that information, terrified. It's scary. Terrified. Yeah. Terracard. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, what is, like you said, it's like.
1: What is life?
0: It Apparently, Area X is life. Like, mm-hmm. it just takes you and makes you. X it?
1: marks the spot Maybe where life begins. She
0: and her husband will turn into dolphins and love each other. Probably. I would like that.
1: I don't know. Seeing a human kind of like. Or, not human <laughs> Seeing a human. Uh, <laughs> seeing, like, two dolphins kind of approach you, and then one just kind of like. St- Just chill there and just look at you (laughs) with a human eye is very disconcerting.
0: Yeah, it's diseased.
1: It's it's diseased. It's diseased. It's it's disnerving. It's It's disnerving. (laughs) I'm feeling disnerved right now. Um, But that pretty much sums up the book. She just kind of is like, I'm gonna follow north and find my husband
0: i mean who would have thought this book would end with someone sailing off into the sunlight that's kind of beautiful
1: she walked into the sunlight i know but glowing but she is she, the sun she is the sun well her skin i think was like not glowing as much after she kind of yeah was, went down there. Had
0: that little tussle do you think the darkness took it out i don't, know. I, don't I, know
1: I thought it was maybe just absorbing her possibly yeah but she still was glowing. i don't know Um, It was kind of weird. Um, I liked it. This is a really cool book. I like what happened with the anthropologist and the fact that the survey was like, I saw the anthropologist again. I took care of her. That is scary. The creature i wish we got more creatures yeah the creature in the the reeds was the scariest yeah. i think and then the, the tunnel what was the like tunnel creature was what was like creepy. some of your your favorite parts in the book those are so, my favorite ones
0: my favorite parts were the conversation with the psychologist when the psychologist at was the dying. beach at the beach not in the lighthouse in the she lighthouse. jumped from the lighthouse yeah i got some obviously i got lost in there but anyway But that was one of my favorite parts because I will say one of the things I personally was missing because I am a character person was some dialogue, some good juicy talking. And I like that little conversation because a psychologist is a bitch and I live for that. Uh, she was being bitch, sh- it's
1: the fact she saw the biologist and was like, Annihilation, annihilation, annihilation bitch, and kill yourself.
0: Die, die, bitch, die. But and she was like, that doesn't work on me. Of course it doesn't. I hate <laughs> you. You know, it was great. It was beautiful. Um, And then another favorite part was the attack by the crawler when she got there, because I was like, damn. Like, the waterboarding, the sl- slinging her back and forth like Spider-Man, hitting her up against the wall. And then I think it just kind of tickled me that once she was done and coming back, the crawler was then like, I don't care. And it was because see, she like, tried fan to interrupt.
1: Of what him. what the crawler looks like. Oh Uh uh Let me
0: see, let me see.
1: That is terrifying. Uh, uh, that...
0: Oh, sorry. I is that it's mouth? What is
1: Oh my god, and then that's obviously I knew like when I saw like when she was picturing she saw the the man from the lighthouse, mm-hmm. I just pictured him like literally like fused into mm-hmm. it, like the blob, and then the hand that is writing the words. Oh my god, y'all! I don't know if you can.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it gonna Do show? You have it? to back it up.
1: Or... I don't think it's gonna show it. It's it's white.
0: Look up the. the Annihilation. I, I look like
1: I put in "Annihilation" book, "The Crawler," and there's a a fandom. Wiki, and it has the crawler in it. If I saw that in a fucking tunnel, bitch, like, and it's like a slug, so you know, it's just got its like piss shit coming squirt, like, out on the floors. That's terrifying. I hate it. I hate it.
0: Um, but yeah, I know that, and then
1: I like the hypnosis. Kind of love I'm that. i about to
0: say all the hypnosis I love that stuff. In, bu-
1: in the book. That was mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Just will. like when she realized she's being hypnos- uh, hypnosis did I'm speaking like you now, <laughs> when she's being hypnotized, and I think when they realize that the anth- when they realize that the anthropologist is, is dead, dead in the I tunnel like tower, the then it's just like, oh my god, this, this bitch was guarding where we are. Gone. Where is she at? And when they get up there and she's gone, bitch is like, okay, oh. it's officially shit has hit the fucking mm-hmm. fan.
0: I do like that part a lot because mm. it just felt very like, and she got real. Um, I don't know
1: what the. Th- third book is about i know the second one is just more of like a continuation it's more like people who work at southern reach or southern yeah southern reach does anyone ever Um,
0: get to the bottom of area x
1: well i wanted to bitch i would like to know what the first accounts were like yeah i want to see what happened at that lighthouse when they yeah when they started vividly i want to know what happened what they fucking saw because it, it this book leaves you like guessing, like, what did that look like? I'm curious. I want to know what that looked like. Yeah. The fact that I looked up what that crawler looked like, that is so scary. Especially when you're in a dark setting, you just see that thing glowing. Yeah. Um. Any other things you want to leave off on, Kelly?
0: Um. I just would like to know more about, like, the what the husband... Well, no, I was going to say what the husband saw, but I guess we got all of that. It's just, I really liked his accounts maybe. That was another favorite. Did he part ever of mine. go
1: inside of the tunnel mm-hmm. or the tower? I don't think nah, he, he did. Said he just son- observed it. Yeah, especially he when he even saw even doppelgangers yeah. Yeah, he, coming everyone. out of it.
0: Yeah, he was like, mm-hmm. "I'm good." So I liked. I just liked hearing from him. He seemed like a reasonable dude. Mm. Um, but then also, if there was anyone I wish I could know more about, it would be the surveyor. Just because the only vibe I got was she's fuck a you bitch. guys. Yeah. Oh. So, and I just want to know him, like is that more? all she She's is? Kind
1: of manic from the military. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll eventually read the, the second book. I I kind of want to <laughs> read the second book cuz I'm curious to see where the story goes. It's just a lot longer. Yeah. So, the second book is called Authority, which I'll read the back of this. Um After 30 years, the only human engagement with Area X, a seemingly malevolent landscape surrounded by an invisible border and mysteriously wiped clean of all signs of civilization, has been a series of expeditions overseen by a government agency so secret it has almost been forgotten, the Southern Reach. Following the tumultuous 12th expedition chronicled in Annihilation, the agency is in complete disarray. John Rodriguez. Rodriguez, a.k.a. Control, is the Southern Reach's newly appointed head. Um, Working with a distrustful but desperate team, a series of frustrating interrogations, a catch of hidden notes, and hours of profoundly troubling video footage, Control begins to penetrate the secrets of Area X, but with each discovery he must confront disturbing truths about himself and the agency he's pledge to serve kelly if we read this it's gonna take us a while mm-hmm. this is 300 pages mm-hmm. this is this is longer than this one however i really enjoyed that book i highly recommend this is probably my favorite one obviously that we've read so far i'm biased yeah. wow. did you did you really like it like how yeah. would you rate this on a scale of one to ten um, i don't like to rate things but yeah hard. but i it is one of my favorite uh, books and i will judge you
0: i feel like i would give it um, well, knowing it's a series, so that kind of cleans up questions. I would give it really? an, oh, well, we at least know. I can hope. Uh, I would give it an eight point five. That's just because I missed I missed dialogue, mm. and
1: well, Kelly didn't read it, so
0: okay, but I want dialogue, <laughs> and I did read it. I just read it with my ears.
1: I read the movie. <laughs> with my ears that's
0: different from a movie i think we
1: should read this one next do you have any other books Tinder that we got 13th? together
0: no that's the last this is the last one
1: okay it's either that or give me give me those books the ones yeah, that Tinder we haven't read flesh. Tender, tender is, is the, the flesh, flesh. Is audition one? i don't Ooh. even remember that i bought that when i was in birmingham not night of the mannequins that book is ass oh yeah you. night me. of the mannequins your ass, oh, and you're a liar. I reviewed that book family. on my Patreon. Oh, Fantastic Land. Okay. So we have four books that we can pick from. I'm thinking let's do Nothing But Blackened Teeth. Okay. It's a short read. It's easy to read. Um, 135 pages. Oh, yeah. Um, Audition was made into a movie. So, that's very fun. Uh, Fantastic Land, that's when it's like a, there's like a hurricane they get like trapped at a at a theme park, park. and then um they like come and get them and there's just like everyone's dead from like killing each other or something mm-hmm. i don't know and then the tender is flesh was about like the country a country had contaminated meat so everyone went to cannibalism uh, yeah. you don't know, remember that yeah i remember okay. that do you do you want to read nothing What's about the black, black and, teeth? and teeth one about okay nothing about black and teeth um a haian era mansion Stands abandoned, its foundations resting on the bones of a bride, and its walls packed with the remains of the girl sacrificed to keep her company. It's the perfect venue for a group of thrill seeking friends brought together to celebrate a wedding. A night of food, drinks, and games quickly spirals into a nightmare as secrets get dragged out and relationships are tested. But the house has secrets too. Lurking in the shadows is the ghost bride. With a black smile and a hungry heart, and she gets lonely down there in the dirt. Masterfully mm. turning the classic haunted house story on its head, nothing but blackened teeth is a sharp and devastating exploration of grief, and the parasitic nature of relationships and the consequences of our actions. Ooh. NPR said it's stunning. That's stunning. It. it. Just says stunning.
0: Okay, I'll read
1: that. I mean, we can do that or whatever. No, I want to
0: do. That.
1: Audition is wild. This is originally a Japanese book. Uh, tender Flesh originally a Spanish book, and then um, I don't know about this one.
0: I want to start with the Black and Teeth.
1: Black and Teeth. Okay,
0: I'm intrigued. So
1: our next book review is going to be the Black and Teeth. This would honestly, will probably take me not too long because I, I I read just a little bit of it to 44 pages, but I'll start reading it again. Um, this should not take that long. So Black and Teeth, our next book review. Yay! I'm Maybe we'll come back to a authority.
0: Maybe. Who
1: knows? I mean, after that, I really want to read Audition. Just because that's, like, I heard one of the most disturbing movies. Really? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But you know what we should do on the podcast next? Hold after up. after this one? We should watch Annihilation. Yeah, we should watch Annihilation. And then review it. Yeah. And, and compare it. Let's actually do a
0: compare. Yeah.
1: Um, say.
0: What was different? Do you think... No, of course you wouldn't. This one actually... The question I like to ask it doesn't feel like it applies to this movie. I mean, book. Do you think you would have survived? No, I would have
1: died. Yeah. I would have died. She would have... The moment I said, I don't like that, she would have been like, annihilation! (laughs) Annihilation, (laughs) faggot! She would have called me the F-slur. She would have killed me on the spot. (laughs) How about you, Kelly?
0: Absolutely not. I would have gotten got with the linguist. I would have been like, I want to go home!
1: Bitch, and she would have called annihilation on you she probably would have sent my ass in that I would have been the anthropologist she would have killed me down there mm-hmm. that's the closest I would be to any of those yeah. I've taken anthropology classes I would have been her yep, yep, being right. like I don't want to go back into this tunnel and she would have hypnotized me to go touch that creature and die
0: yep yep yeah I wouldn't have survived this at all there's no way um it's late. Kelly where can we find you you can find me at Kelly Green Ivy on Twitter TikTok and Instagram
1: and you can find me on most platforms here. Do you want? Yeah, look in the yeah, camera. This that, is the that's camera. you. Uh, and I'm Sarah Card. That's T E R R A H C A R D. You can find me under most platforms under that name. You can find this podcast, stay on the line on most platforms, but especially on patreon.com forward slash stay on the line where you can get extra content and even you can get, uh, what is it called? Patreon Shoutout? exclusives oh. like commentary tracks and shout outs too. Um, you get the video edition of the podcast there's no ads either so I'm going to read my patrons right now at the end of February if we have 25 patrons we will be doing a giveaway where with one of the movies from my collection whether it's um, Scream 1, Scream 2 Scream 3 Jordan Peele movies um, one of the Halloween movies any of those we will be raffling off one of the um, QR codes to get the movie for free so how that will go we will figure that out. But with our active members at the pee-pee-poo-poo tier, you get your name right out on the podcast. We have 19 patrons right now. We only need six more to get to this. And, y'all, you, you can, can only... Do it. You can you like You can subscribe for just $1 and get mm-hmm. added. Ghosted. And you can be included in the raffle. Because at the lowest tier, at the ghosted tier you get one entry in. If you're at the Miss Collar tier, which is the second tier, you get your name added twice into the raffle. And if you're at the Pee-Bee-Poo-Boo tier, the highest tier, you get your name added three times into the raffle.
0: But as we know from Hunger Games, sometimes it only takes one name.
1: That's very Rue-W-Rue.
0: Rue. Like, oh, Rue! She died. She um, died.
1: So we have Miss Titty City, Matt King... Caitlyn B, Willow Whisper, Kiki, Keith W, Pobre, as well as Sunny Days, Zing Cat, Coronation, and Rebecca Carlson. So if you want to be like them and be cool, you can join the podcast. Nope, you can join the Patreon at any of the tiers. And like I said, you get commentary tracks for even as low as the $1 tier. You can sit and watch a movie with us. Also, I found out Willow Whisper. I was like, oh, like, Willow the Wisp. Like like willow wisp like that's like the that? that phrase like the, i think that was in the book The like it was like the will of the wisp or something i don't know um yeah it's it's a pun and if you want to see more make sure you subscribe to the patreon mm-hmm. i mean subscribe to this podcast in general on youtube spotify apple podcast leave a rating and review we have new episodes every thursday except for if you're late like me and uh, we push it back to friday but we have episodes mainly on thursdays New episode every week. So, yeah. Also, comment and see how you feel about this stuff, too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Tarot card. Kelly Green Ivy. And make sure you stay on the line. You forgot the. Wait, stay on the. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Stay on the line. Wait. Make sure you stay on the line. Okay. Bye. Bye hey guys if you're listening this far into the podcast i need you to go to itunes or anywhere that you can review your podcast and i would love it if you left a rating and a review on this podcast it would mean a lot preferably five stars and a good rating and just leave a comment there a positive one don't call me an idiot or anything like that that would be kind of mean and if you hear that that's sunny in the background she's here for this I- ad break. You're going to hear her on every episode that there's going to be an ad break now. So. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Oh, can I do one in Spanish? Sure. Bienvenidos. Estás escuchando al podcast de Data CARD, Stay on the Line. Si estás escuchando, lo puedes encontrar en iTunes, Google Podcasts, y donde quieras que puedas escuchar el audio de Stay on the Line. Por favor, deja cinco estrellas, si puedes, de todo este comentario que vamos a hacer. Gracias por todo y tengan buena noche. Yeah! What she (laughs) said. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Gracias. Or how Americans say Dana Da. Thanks, Dana Da.